0: Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: All right, Brandon, once again, I'd like to remind you that we're not going to drop any A, Bs, or C-bombs. It's Faith Fridays here on the Smarticle Podcast. What about F-bombs? Can we do F-bombs? Well, hey, if you... Father Roar are sitting here himself, and you want to drop an F bomb? Let's just pretend he's here and then you can make that decision, Brandon. Okay. We turn to our good friends at the Center for Action and Contemplation. You can find them at cac.org. A recent meditation from Richard has really been uh, focused on Brian McLaren. You really uh, uh, touched a nerve with you. Let me read it and then you can uh, respond. Since between 3000 and 4000 BCE, when the first human civilizations were born, we've been part of a one meta movement we might call the old humanity or imperial humanity. But what happens when a meta movement runs its course? What would it mean for us if we happen to live during the decline of the old humanity when a new humanity is in painful, fragile process of being born? What if the growth of the new movement, the new humanity, the new social creation or construction depends on the old one losing its hegami, hegemony, hegemon. Hegemony. 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 Let me skip forward. Wherever you invest your life, I hope it will be in this larger movement, laboring for the birth of something new. Embrace the long view and find the deep current, the infinite flow. What struck a chord with you? I
0: think what struck a chord with me in this, this meditation, Brian McLaren is a guy that does, I think he does like a podcast for the Center of Action yeah, and Contemplation. He he's like, one of, I think he was like a raised Baptist. I just find him to be book? a very Was it Blue Like Jazz? What was his no, big book? No,
1: I don't, it wasn't? I think it was Blue Like Jazz, yeah. Oh,
0: so if it was Blue Like Jazz, then that dude's he's legit. I mean, he's just, he's written a lot of really interesting stuff. But what I like about this- No, that's cl- Donna Miller. That was Donna Miller. No, right. Sorry. So what did Brian McLaren write? Uh, something. Big anyway, book. I felt like he did write a big Christian book, but it doesn't matter. He was raised, I think, Baptist, so he wasn't raised in a Catholic tradition. One of the things I've always liked about the Center for Action and Contemplation is they don't care what you claim. They care about what your heart is. And the thing that I really, that struck a chord with me is we've had so much angst. We've had so much, you know, in this country, political division, but not just here in the U.S., but around the world, right, where we just, we all are fighting about things that are past, I think, a lot of the the folks that would sort of say they're, conservative, the, the MAGA movement folks would say that they, they wouldn't say this, but it's, I think this is what they want. They want the world to be the 1950s when they yeah. felt it made sense to them. Yeah. And the fact is the world's never made sense. And it's always in this meta thing he's talking about where you have political power, you know, crushes souls and poor people. In that. And I, I love, I just love this idea of what he says. He says, so, and so I imagine in the middle of the old meta movement, of empires, domination, extraction, and exploitation. What if a long succession of prophets, including Mary, John, the Baptist, Jesus, Paul, and others were giving us a vision of a new movement being born. And there was something about this that was incredibly hopeful to me. Like, I think there's an easy way to look at it as like, oh, it's all going to, it's all just going to fall apart. And human beings are terrible. You always sort of kick at that. you like, when people just suck and there's no way to fix it. He. He takes the opposite tack and says, yeah, there is. It's being fixed through a new meta movement that was taught by these prophets that said that we can live peacefully with one another, that we don't have to want to take from each other, that we can, and I don't know how it happens, but I think that in some ways it is through the teachings of of Jesus, right? That it's like, if we said everyone, if we put everybody else first ahead of us and everybody did that, we truly would live in a, a heavenly world. Where everyone was taking care of everybody and no one was trying to get their own. You know, there were no Donald Trumps. There were no people that were taking advantage of poor people. It really, truly would be an amazing world to live in.
1: Well, let's go back to what you said. We, I think most white conservative people do want to go back to the 1950s, which, by the way, was a nice place if you were white and living in the suburbs. And a man. But if you were not and <laughs> and gay. Yeah, right. But if you were black, In living in Mississippi or Brown in California, it wasn't this great, perfect place. So white people always want to go back to this trope of what it was, but that is not the, it was a fake world. It was something that was not. So now it's getting messy because we're merging cultures, which was inevitable. So it's not going back. These people that carry the tiki torches and want to bring racism back. It's never going back that way. Time moves forward. I agree. Well, you could argue
0: strongly that time's always been moving forward, that America is just a drop in the bucket. I, I don't really think that it's a matter of looking at it as time and merging of cultures as much as it's a, gra- a, a gathering and a grasping of understanding of the teachings of these prophets. Now, I could just hear the hardcore Christians out there saying, you're equating you know, Mary and John the Baptist with Jesus. I'm like, well, no, that's not what I'm equating. And I don't know if Brian McLaren's equating that at all, but there's no question that Jesus was a prophet. He just also, we believe, or I believe that he was also the living embodiment of God on earth. And he came down as God. That, that, even that, unpacking that is a true mystery. And I don't know if it's worth spending too much time trying to unpack that as much as it is, how do we, how do we follow this Jesus movement? How do we become these different people? It, I, I feel like that's what we should be wrestling with, not whether or not Jesus was the son of God or, or what religion is right or what religion is wrong, but more of let's follow his teachings and see where that leads us. Now, some people would say that's impossible. It's never going to happen. I just, this struck a chord with me because I'm like, it could happen. There's hope that it could happen. And that's what I want to, le- I want to lean into that hope rather than say, ah, it's never going to happen. It's, it's terrible.
1: People are horrible. Life, Earth, consciousness has moved in chunks, right? Four different times over the 3 billion years that Earth has been around, four different times, 70% of everything went extinct. We are headed that way with global warming, right? We might very well burn ourselves out as a human beings. So there's that part that we need to evolve if we just want to stay on this Earth. But there was also a time, 2,000 years B.C., where we thought Adam and Eve were actual, literal things, that like God created two people, but now we know that the sun goes around the Earth seven and a half times in a second. So we have to evolve into a new theology. And will will we, as human beings, are we going to be able to do that as well as live in this new world climate? Like, it's a big question to know whether we're actually going to be able to evolve as human beings.
0: Yes. I think you meant light can go around the earth. Yeah, light. Because yeah, I mean. the sun doesn't go around the earth. But that's okay. It's Correct. Not a science, we're not a science light. show, but, you know, you we, say pretend potato, I say we, we pretend around. to be one on on television. Uh, no, I, I agree with you, and I think that that's the point. as that's what I'm I'm leaning into is saying, I, I, I'm getting older. I I'm starting to see more in the rearview mirror than in the front windshield. Oh, and I don't mean that as sort of like oh, woe is me, and I'm gonna someday I'll die. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna get older. We're all gonna die at some point, right? I think because in no small part because of my age. I'm beginning to say, you know what? There's got to be more to this than just building up this tower. Roar's big on talking about the first half and second half of life. For me, I desire to be a second half of life person. I just don't know quite how to get there. And it struck me. It's like, hey, that's what we need to continue to strive for. Even if we don't know how to get there, we as individuals, we as communities, and we as a a world need to try to get to that second half of life.
1: Which is as you have pointed out to me a billion times, is giving the first half away. It's like yeah. releasing control. And I feel like that's the movement in human beings. Will we release control of the 1950s, leave it to beaver moment, and realize, hey, that is not perfection. That's not perfection. And I think that it
0: starts with a, a step forward. We talked about Gandhi uh, and and the sort of the nonviolent protests. Yeah. I mean, Rosa Parks on the bus, it oftentimes does not start as massive movements like this thing that's going on in Iran. We talked about today because England played Iran in the World Cup, that these people are protesting over the death of a Kurdish woman who was forced to wear the hijab, the headscarf, and and so she died in jail. And people are starting—I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Iran has been an oppressive country. They tried to deal with an oppressive ruler by by electing another oppressive ruler— And now they're paying, they're reaping the whirlwind for it. And I just, I think that we'll constantly see human beings try to push their way into the second half of life. And I guess it's just, I can't make it happen, but I can work on my own life getting into the second half. And that's why I like this, this discussion.
1: You know, and I feel like we're kind of, me and you're kind of hemorrhaging on this idea. We go back and, but, but I feel like, and we always say this too, our kids will not, our kids will understand equal rights for people. Our kids understand it way better we're kind of fighting between our parents and our kids Mm -hmm. our kids understand this new movement way better than we do yeah and i hope that it takes hold and i hope that it's not
0: a flash in the pan but uh larry i want to wish you a happy thanksgiving We're we're, we're, this is going to be recorded uh and after but i hope you had a good thanksgiving with your family thank you once again for teaching me i will see you after the holiday